All month long, we've been talking about your pathway. And this week, we're going to talk about the checkpoints along the way. One of those things that's, I guess there's sometimes you take pathways and you never stop to see where you're at, see where you've been, and see how much more you have to go. And yet, I think often those times, those journeys are not as uh, educational as they could be. And so we're going to talk about your pathways, checkpoints, what they are, and more on episode 757 of today's antidote. Stay tuned for today's antidote brought to you by the Renegade Success Network. Today's antidote features a healthy dose of thought-provoking insights and information for business owners, entrepreneurs, leaders, and nonprofit professionals. Each day since March of 2020, this program has offered that one thing to help you continue on your own unique pathway to success. And now, Renegades, we bring you Bob Graham and Tom Brush. Do, 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 do. I only have one hand because I have to hold the phone up with the other hand. It's okay. one of those days. Good, Good morning, morning, Tom. How are you? I'm well, Bob. How are you doing today? I'm okay. I'm in the car. And it's, it looks like it's rainy out. It is pouring. I'm not driving, just so we're clear. I'm parked under a light that's doing nothing. It's still, yeah, it's raining enough that I didn't want to be outside for this. Hmm. I can understand that. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Did you have yeah. a good weekend? I did. I did. Watched a lot of football on Sunday with a, a friend, and we had a good time. He was one of those guys that pretty quiet, likes to watch the game and talk football. So it was fun to talk football. I was sad. I wanted Buffalo to win. I think like 98% of this country, they wanted to see uh, Buffalo win because of the player who had gotten hurt, who was at the game. And, you know, a touching story that's now come to an end, which I'm sure is super sad for you. Yeah, that was, uh, it was unfortunate. You know, I can't control it. All I can do is sit and cheer and uh, hope. And uh, so, yeah, that was, it was disappointing that, you know, they look back and they had a great year. And unfortunately it just, you know, when you, two teams are playing the games, why they play the games, you just never know what the outcome is going to be like. And unfortunately for the bills, they were on the short end yesterday. And it's so results oriented. Like we talk about all the time, right? You know, if you don't win the Super Bowl, you're a, you're a nothing in the NFL. Right. And, and even I think though they were what 13 and four, 13 and three, they ended up 13 with that. Well, they ended up 14 and four with the going one and one in the playoffs. They were 13 and three in the regular season. They lost their three games by a total of eight points. Right. That's a lot. It's impressive. Of <clears throat> yeah, yeah. You know, and I think that's unfortunate people like many times, and I think this relates to business as well. You know, you think about the way most, um, evaluations are done that people are doing an evaluation of the bill season it's mostly based on final results and the la the most recent things you know I, as i was sharing with you earlier i was looking on facebook and someone was giving ratings to the each position and like half the positions were c's and i'm like well if you half the positions are c's how do you get to 13 and three i think you're forgetting <laughs> like three quarters of the season when the team was as good as any team in the league you know, and I, I think that's that's the, you know, the challenging part about any journey is that it's very easy to get stuck on the final destination and not as much about all the different things that happen. We forget all the other things that happen along the way. 
which feeds to our topic today about checkpoints. It certainly does. Funny yes. how that worked yeah, without any planning. Yeah, the universe has a weird way of showing up uh, and maybe providing information when you need it. You never know. Um, all right. Well, welcome, everyone, to today's Antidote, our daily broadcast and podcast. Each day, um, Bob and I have a conversation. And as I mentioned at the beginning, all month we've been talking about your pathway. And today we're going to talk about the checkpoints. Or this week we're talking about the checkpoints along the way. And as we go through that conversation today around what they are, um, if you have thoughts or ideas you'd like to share, please feel free to put them in the comments of whatever social media you happen to be following us on, because we know that it'll add value to our show. And then at the end of the conversation, Bob and I will each offer our one thing, our today's antidote, that thing that we hope will help you if you're stuck trying to figure out like when I should have checkpoints or what what are they really, why are they, do I need them? Um, hopefully it'll help you figure out your next step. And of course, if you have a one thing, an antidote, we'd love you to share it as well. Because it likely is going to be different than ours, and it might be exactly what someone else is looking for. So please feel free to share that, whether in the comments during the show or afterwards, if you happen to be watching the recording. Before we dive into our conversation, though, each morning Bob and I do our celebrations. So Bob, what are you celebrating today? I'm going to go way off the ranch today. Okay. I'm going to celebrate intermittent windshield wipers. I know it's crazy, but it's raining. And there's a great story behind them. If you ever get the chance, there's a Greg Kinnear movie, Flash of Genius. That's all about a guy's fight to get intermittent windshield wipers. He invented them. And one of the big auto companies took, the, took it, just went with it. And he fought them and finally won money after years. It is a fascinating story about business, about entrepreneurship. And it's it's probably 15 years old. I used to teach it when I was teaching uh, college classes. We would actually have a day where we'd watch it. And the students would talk about what it meant for internship. It's really a great movie. And it's a fascinating and very sad story about how big companies can sometimes just run over the real creators out there. So I celebrate them because I was in the rain today and it was sort of spitting and turned the old intermittent wipers on and uh, they did their magic. Fascinating that there's a movie about that. How old is the movie? It's got to be 15, 18 years, I bet. The Flash of Genius with Greg Kinnear. Huh. Really good. All right, we got a movie. And if, right and if you've got teenage kids who are interested in being inventors or scientists or love to dabble with stuff, it is a great movie for them. It really is a. It, it's one of the. It's one of the most powerful business movies I've ever seen. Hmm. Well, I know one of our pretty regular listeners, watchers, uh, Michael Kittner, had a similar issue that he's been dealing with, uh, yeah. with uh, 360 video. And uh, so maybe there's some hips, hips, Tip. <laughs> hips. <laughs> there are hips. Greg Kinnear's hips are in it and other people's hips. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe there are some tips in there or that might be a case study that he could go back and look at and check out. So thanks for sharing that. Very interesting. Sure. Sure. Internet what do you celebrate? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, so, but someone invents all this stuff. Someone does. Right? Invent that. Yeah. Yeah. We I, don't think about the inventor behind it. And it's a fascinating story about how he gets to it. Yeah. That's cool. I'll have, maybe I'll have to check it out. Yeah. Yeah. 
How about you? So I am going to go and celebrate the Bills season. I wasn't going to do that, and I'm going to do that. Um, I would have expected nothing less. <laughs> and again, I think it goes back to the way that we try to measure and evaluate things, which isn't just on the end results, because a lot of times you don't control it. I mean, the, the Bengals had a lot to do with the, the Bengals. There was weather. There was injuries. You know, a lot of things you can't control. And I think that as fans or as business leaders, it's a great opportunity to go back and think about all the things that happened, not just the most recent things. And, you know, and I think sadly, so often we remember the most recent and those ones that didn't go as we as planned that are easy to remember. It's hard to remember all those things that, that really went well, especially over the course of a 17 game season and playoffs, just like any large project that you're doing with your business, you know? And so as I go back and start to think about what went well, there were a lot of really good things that went well. Um, they also had a lot of things. The next question, what didn't go as planned? They had a lot of things not go as planned. Plenty of things went into that season that were, um, that you could not only never have planned for, could never have imagined that they would have. Right. Um, you know, it sounds we'll, very much like business. Very much like business. And then the, what might we do differently? And I think there's a lot of, you know, there's a great opportunity to go back. And I'm sure they'll do that today and tomorrow and the next day and try to think about, like, in all those, all of this, what might we have done? What might we, could we do differently? Um, and there might be things to be like, you know what? We might have done many of the same things. We would, If we had the same opportunity, we would do them again because uh, the situation is going to be different. And so I'm going to celebrate the fact that they were 13-3 and three, and their three losses were by eight points. All Total. They had the ball at the end of the game with a chance to win. So I think that's a season worth celebrating. I know that's hard for many people to think about, and I'm sure the players and coaches and staff. And yet I think if they get a moment and they're able to step back and think about it, they will see some of the value of what. And maybe they'll find a way to celebrate the season. And Tom, I'm going to do a shameless plug. If you like the way Tom talked through that, those three steps, I did a video on it using a trip I went on about a week ago, and you can find that in the Ring of Renegades Facebook group. All you have to do is join. It's right there with a whole bunch of other really valuable content that might help you get on your path and find things out that you didn't even realize you knew. And can I do one more thing? Please. Uh, I'm going to give a shout out to Wendy Crandall. So I was at this convention last week, and a person that I've known, I knew of a long time ago, but don't see very often, hardly at all, actually, uh, an official in upstate New York, um, and actually came up to me at the lacrosse convention I was at to share how much she enjoyed this program. So I want to say thank you to Wendy, and uh, I hope you don't mind being called out on that. And uh, it, it was really nice of you to come and say that and had a significant impact. Um, for me to know that there are people out there who get a lot of value from this. So thank you. Thank you, Wendy. Appreciate that. That's that's great to hear on a Monday morning. Yes, it is. Rainy Monday morning as well. Yeah, yes, indeed. All right. Uh, so now let's dive into this topic a little bit. Checkpoints, what they are. You want to kick us off, Bob, or do you want me to? Sure, I will. Um, you know, we're, we're always goal-oriented, it seems. And I'm someone very targeted towards accomplishing the big goal. And one of the things I've really tried to focus on the last couple of months after you and I did a nice little 
brainstorming vision, how can I achieve my goal session is monthly check-ins with where I am on things. And I've been real diligent about that. And what I find is, and you and I set it up the first Friday of the month, I take two hours, it's blocked out of my calendar and I evaluate where I am with things. And I think I've told you almost every month since we sort of worked through that, that there've been shifts. Mm -hmm. And what I really like about it is the unexpected things that come up, I can address there more closely, more quickly than if I had waited longer. You know, it, end of the year and you're like, oh, wow, I realized I shouldn't have been doing this thing for a while. So that monthly checkpoint, and I'm actually thinking about moving it to every two weeks, believe it or not, because things are so fluid and I've got a lot of moving parts that I think knowing <clears throat> what was what's going well, what's not going as planned, and what I might do differently every two weeks would actually be even more effective. But the key is having some point where you check on things. Because if I'm only focused on, I don't know, hypothetically, this isn't my goal, but if the goal is to be a millionaire at the end of the year, there are a lot of stops along the way that if I'm going to get to a million dollars, you know, I probably need to start with a quarter million or a hundred thousand. And so often we're so focused on that big goal. Well, I'm going to be a millionaire. I'm going to be a millionaire that we don't think about the steps. And I think checkpoints are a really valuable piece of this whole puzzle of building anything. It doesn't matter what you're building. And it also gives you a chance, I think, to make changes along the way. And, and in a more mannered, more logical, more um, tactile, uh, tactical way than if you're just at the end going, well, that didn't work. You know, the Buffalo Bills, changed their play every week of the season. They had new plays, they had new players, they had different players, different. They didn't just go into practice in August and July and say, this is what we're going to do no matter who we play. And they even made changes during the games. Sure. And I think in business, it, the parallel is exactly there. You're constantly having to make changes because nothing is going to work forever. I'm going to tell you right now, if you're a business owner and you're sitting there right now, or you're a leader and saying, I got it all figured out. It's Monday morning. I know everything that's going to happen. We're never going to have a change. Watch out because your day's about to get wild. <laughs> I, and I can say that with great certainty. <laughs> there are very few things I can be certain of, but the minute you think it's all covered, it's not. It's interesting as you were talking I started thinking of a challenge that I'll hold on to because I know that'll be a topic later on this week. Okay. Um, so as I think about it, you know, I think that one of the things there are an opportunity really to evaluate is what the way I look at it. And maybe you make changes and maybe you don't, you know, I think that's the, 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 but the, op and the opportunity is that you will take the time to consider things. So often I think we're in such a hurry to get to where we want to go that we don't have those checkpoints. And we just feel like whatever we decided when we first decided was exactly, I'm just going to go through it. You know, it, it reminds me a little bit of like a drive, especially a longer drive. And if you're taking a journey and you know your desired route, which we talked about last week, um, you know probably where are some points where you might want to stop 
whether you're going to drive this far and you might be hungry, you might need to use the restroom, you might just need a break, you're tired, you know, all those things that you plan into it. Um, and you can say, hey, you know what? All right, let's lay this out and we're going to stop here and then we're going to go for this long and we're going to stop here. And I think that it's valuable to at least identify those points when you're going to stop and at least say, or as you're getting close to that, you're going to now evaluate the what's going on in the car or with yourself. Like, where am I at? Okay, this is where I was going to, to have a checkpoint. Well, I'm not as hungry as I thought I would be. I don't have to go to the bathroom. I'm not tired. And, and I'll just keep going and find another checkpoint where I can stop and sort of refresh and evaluate where we are and see what's going on and what I have left to do and what's up ahead. And I think that, you know, so they're a great opportunity to really sort of consider where you've come from where you are and what you still have in front of you and if with whatever knowledge experience perspective you have at the moment can maybe make as you say changes or at least evaluate okay hey you know what i want to be a millionaire this year great and my first checkpoint was going to be on at the end of the first quarter and i'm at four hundred thousand. be like hmm, okay so far you know i'm moving along as planned and maybe based on that, I don't need to make changes. That sort of the plan I was taking is going along as I thought. Or at least it's I'm getting the results that I was desired. If you were in a different place and you're only at like 200,000, now you have to stop and say, okay, it may be because what you thought wasn't going as you had planned, or it could be you knew that the checkpoint doesn't have to be the exact uh piece of the end result you know if you're a, in an organization where you're trying to generate a lot of revenue and the marketing that you do for that in the first first two months of the year is limited because it's not an opportunity to really be in front of your client they don't really need that product or service at the moment your real big piece is the next month or the next quarter and so you say, okay, I know that I'm not, if you set checkpoints four times along, I'm not where I would be. I'm not a quarter of the way there. Yet I know that I was not expecting to be at that point at that time. And so now I have an opportunity to say, okay, well, based on where I thought I was going to be now, where am I going to look like next? And I think it, it's a whole part of, you know, what are the milestones that you set? when you get to those checkpoints and have you reach them you know so if i said okay i'm driving up to binghamton which i make that trip a lot because of family and going up that direction and i know there's a place where i typically stop and it's an opportunity so as i'm approaching it i know where i want to be like how am i feeling am i hungry am i tired whatever the case might be and if i need to make a change i can do something different i might have to stop earlier i might can go longer it's just a matter that I've at least identified <clears throat> where do I think I would like to be at that checkpoint. And I've decided a point in which I'm going to stop and measure it and evaluate it. And I think that's, you know, for me, the biggest part of the checkpoint is that opportunity to really assess the situation, consider what you still have in front of you and determine if that is still um, the pathway that you should be taking to get to where you want to get to. I like it. Do you know your one thing? 
I do. Do you? Wow. Uh, no, go ahead. Okay. So here's my one thing, and it's a little off of what we're saying. I think my one thing about checkpoints is, and where what they are, is I think you sort of said it. You identified a time in which you're going to stop and do this. And I think so often we don't. And we just pick a random time because the thought comes up or because something happened that we didn't expect. And we're like, oh, maybe, or something came in new that was like, oh, that's interesting. Let me take a look at that. And we just in that moment, and in that moment, we are persuaded by what didn't go as planned or what what was going, what was new and interesting. And we give that more weight than it probably deserves. Goes back to my thing about the, the person who was rating the bills in each position. I think that he was focused a lot on what was happened most recently and has forgotten all those other things. Whereas I think that if you pick a desired spot kind of knowing where you hope to be in that spot that you are able to evaluate the whole of that part of the journey not just the most recent thing not the thing that popped up and said oh this is interesting let me take a look at this shiny object and completely change my course because of that shiny object and so i think that as you're considering the um what checkpoints are is that they're a specific date time place um, where you are going to evaluate and you can evaluate the whole, not just the most recent. I like that. I, I think what it does, if I can take that thought a little further, is it takes the emotion out of it. You know, every first Friday of the month, I'm doing this evaluation. And if it's three days before and I'm really ticked off because things aren't going as planned or they're going better than planned, I'm not taking the time then to evaluate which is good because that's when the emotions come up. Oh, it's been a great week. I'm amazing. Or, oh, this is the worst decision I've ever made in the world. So having that Friday once a month, really, I come at it with no emotion because it's it's just, it's just set on the calendar. And I think right. so often when we're, when we're looking at what we're trying to achieve, we're affected so much by emotion. I think what the checkpoints do most is take the emotion out of it and get us to a place where we're evaluating objectively as much as possible using the criteria that hopefully we've set up, not the, this is amazing, I'm brilliant, which we all fall into. Sure. I, I, I totally get it. Well, I, I like that because I think it takes the, it, it um, because it's a part of a routine it's not a, oh, let me stop everything I'm doing right now because this didn't go well. And maybe I need to make changes or this went really well. And I just need to keep doing what I'm doing, forgetting that some other things that happened before that maybe make you think differently is that it just becomes a part of this routine that allows you, as you say, to take the emotion out of it, which I think is a really good, too bad I don't have my, a bell out of ding, 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 ding. I like that point, <laughs> taking the emotion out of it. Because truly what I would say is the person who did the evaluation, whatever time this morning, last night. You mean of the bills. Of the bills was probably too yeah. caught up in the emotion of yesterday and that that clouded uh, because they hadn't been doing it all along the season to say, hey, you know, because then you could at least go back and say, wait a minute. If I judge the defensive line as a C plus, yet at the after four games they were an a and after eight games they were a b plus and after 12 games they were a b 
a C is probably not a or C plus not probably really a fair assessment of the whole year because the emotion of what happened yesterday and then results are there. And I think, and again, that I would say that's the same thing that happens in most um, evaluations that go on of people in organizations is it's all about what's happened in the last couple of weeks because that's what we remember because we didn't take the time to have checkpoints along the way to be like, oh yeah, the first quarter of the year was great. The second quarter of the year was okay. The third quarter of the year was great again. And the fourth quarter of the year, unfortunately, was not as strong, likely because we didn't hit the goals that we set 12 months ago. Because things are likely different. And yet we've forgotten the A plus and the A along the route and maybe give somebody an unsatisfactory or a not meeting expectations when really for a big part of the year, they were more, they were exceeding the expectations. And I think that that's an important thing for people to think about that. If you're someone who evaluates others or programs, set up some checkpoints, because I think it will help you get a, a different picture of the entirety, not just the most recent. Nice. All right, everyone. Thanks so much for being a part of our show today. Of course, if you you have an antidote to one thing, please feel free to put it in the comments as we welcome it. And if you happen to be listening to our podcast, we hope that you will join our Ring of Renegades if you're not already a member and go in there and share your thoughts and ideas around the check around checkpoints in your pathway and what they are and how they have helped you maybe figure out how to take your next step along your own unique pathway to success. So with that, we thank you for being a part of our show. We look forward to seeing you inside our Ring of Renegades Facebook group. Or we'll see you tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. Eastern time for our next episode of today's Antidote. Have a great day, everyone. Hey, embrace the renegading you on this beautiful, all right, maybe not so beautiful yet, Monday morning. Yes. Go out and embrace it. It is worth it. So worth it. All right, everybody. Go out and have a great day. We'll see you soon. Thanks for listening to today's Antidote, powered by the Renegade Success Network. The Renegade Success Network helps you confidently create your own unique pathway to success. To learn more about the Renegade Success Network and how you can take your next step, follow us on Twitter, connect on LinkedIn, or join the Ring of Renegades Facebook group. For full details on how you can join our community, go to renegadesuccessnetwork.com. Embrace the renegade in you.